uplifting and encouraging the river were Mary and Josh. Children are melting down in public. There's no right way to handle it. Everybody's going to do it different. So here's Bonnie. We were at McDonald's and I had taken my four children, three sons and one daughter. My smallest son, he decided to throw a temper tantrum, which then led his two-year-old sister to start one. And I was just at the end of my rope. So I picked up all of our food And so I had a station wagon at the time, and I got the kids loaded in the car. And for the first time in my life, I pulled out in front of someone, and they were honking at me. And this is so out of character for me, but I rolled down the window and I said, yeah, I pulled out in front of you. What are you going to do about it? Oh, man. (laughs) This is where God always gets me. And the woman goes, no, honey, your drinks are on top of your car. Mary and Josh Daily Podcast brought to you by United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family owned partner with a direct lender advantage. Mary. Josh. Daily. Mary. Josh. Daily. Your kids are just those little people in your life that are so precious, but sometimes life gets in the way, your stress levels through the roof. And I know there have been times that I've snapped or barked back. And it's really not fair, but you're just doing the best you can. I hear that uh, Heidi has a suggestion. This is what you do when you're at your wit's end with your parenting and life. You tell your son, mommy needs to put herself into timeout. (laughs) And so I need to be quiet and I need to be in timeout so I can calm down and think about my behavior. Kids get that. That's true because if I say mommy needs quiet time... In one ear, out the other. So the timeout thing, he can't understand that. That's a good point. And I would actually, if I was at home, I would take myself to my room and be in timeout. And she got it. She understood it. I like it. We will be doing a lot of mommy timeouts from here moving forward. (laughs) Yeah, he's going to catch on though. Mommy, is this a nap timeout? Exactly. Yeah. All those who feel like they're failing, put your hands up. Two hands in the air like uh-huh. I just don't care. Mm-hmm. Same for <laughs> me. Oh, I've been talking with God so oh. much about just the places where I feel like a total loser. Um, as a human, as I look at everyone else, I feel I'm not doing enough. As a mom, I look at what my son needs that I'm not giving him. As an employee... I can't keep up. How do I keep up with all the things that are required of me? As I'm talking with God, the one thing that keeps popping up in my head and my heart is God, fill in the gaps. The areas where I can't be, fill in the blank, God, fill in those gaps. As I continue to go to him, I know it's not an overnight quick fix, but I also know that he hears me. He knows the desires of my heart and what hurts and what is hard, and he's willing to meet me in that place. And even when I'm crying and I'm throwing a tantrum, he's always there to listen, and that always helps. Hi, Christy. You know, you were talking about the pickles on the grill. Yes. Have you heard or seen the new the TikTok thing where you're like, if you put sugar on a cucumber, it's supposed to taste like a watermelon? No, I haven't seen that. Why would somebody do something like that? <laughs> I don't know, but I tried it and it does taste like watermelon. (laughs) Really? 
All right, Mary, I have your next silly human trick. We got to try this. I guess. I just am trying to wrap my head around that one. And I love cucumbers. I love sugar. So (laughs) My cucumbers, usually it's covered with salt. But but I thought, you know, I want to try this sugar thing. And I was like, this is actually good. She's lying. She has to be lying. Who and why? There is a woman. She's an opera singer, of all things. uh, And getting ready to give birth and it's coming a little quicker than she realized Oh no! in the car racing to the hospital gives birth to the baby in the backseat of the car ah! but the crazy part is where i think she's lying she said it was peaceful baloney you're, you're racing no. on the highway to get to the hospital and to give birth the and o- it's peaceful the only thing i can think is that she's got such a musical background she she was either singing something or is like some. <laughs> If you are in this woman's seat and uh-huh. you're in the in the back seat and yeah. you are giving birth, what song would you like to be singing while this is all going on? Keep yourself peaceful. Oh, I just, I mean, I more want to punch someone versus <laughs> sing. So I'm trying to think if there are any songs with those lyrics, I don't think so. <laughs> Why are we competing with people who are not competing with us? I I saw myself in in that statement. I was reading through an article. And this person was being real honest, and they were evaluating some real struggles in their life. And they said, my refusal just to clap for others' success was preventing my own. Mm. The best thing that ever happened to my faith was watching other people open up the packages I ordered. She's talking about giving of herself. Yeah. The things that I want, others are going to have. She said, I had to accept it wasn't my turn. I'll cheer from the bleachers. And for me... It's so funny because I was just reading that. And then wouldn't you know, like that night, I find myself in my room just kind of about other people's success. I'm seeing it on Facebook or whatever. It's like, I don't have friends like that. I don't have freedom to have that kind of happiness, whatever. God just tapped me on the shoulder and I I did. I stopped and I said, I'm sorry. I got to live my life. Mm -hmm. I got to remember that I have everything that I need. I have God. I have my family. I have everything I need to be satisfied and I think if I can assess myself the only part of that that I'm missing is the happiness for the other person and I think when we put all of that together we appreciate where we are who God is what he's done for us and then thank God for their success that's when our life can really unlock blind spots in your car well apparently there are some in life i was perusing through the internet's endless joy can be found there and someone put they know people with life skill blind spots for example (laughs) their boss they found out doesn't know how to unlock a combination lock they're difficult even if he knows the combination like he just doesn't know how to do it it's weird someone else on the list they said they have a friend who doesn't know how to blow up balloons like they just can't do it. It's difficult. Like, well, that's lung capacity right there. <laughs> so th- this was pretty funny, and it just got us thinking along these lines. Well, and there's someone who shall remain nameless. Okay. Who's still at the age of I think 35, doesn't know how to tell time, like without a digital watch, like on so a regular with, clock. With the hour hand and the minute hand, they yeah, don't know. She, I'll say what she. That that's it. She knows <laughs> who she is. Um, <laughs> just struggles with still okay. learning how to tell the time. So, That's fine. We live in a digital age, and so do. she she doesn't need to know yes. that. I I had a blind spot um, until a friend of mine came to my rescue. Okay. Okay. So that story in eight minutes.
We found out about life skill blind spots in life. And what that means is someone who struggles with ordinary things that most adults can do. Sure. Um, one fellow did not know how to blow up balloons. Yeah, just can't um, do it. Just can't figure out okay. how to... <laughs> Come on! So- yeah. I had a friend help me with a blind spot. Okay. For the life of me, I could never, ever remember what months of the year had 31 days or not. I still don't know. Right. (laughs) Maybe a lot of people have this. And so she told me, you put your knuckles together and then you'll count off the months of the year. And for every knuckle, that month has 31 days. Okay. So so. January and then February is the little dip between January, February, March. April, May, June, July has 31. Okay. And then you August go to the does. next knuckle. Right. So you have your first finger knuckle together with your other okay. first finger knuckle. So there's two in a row. Uh-huh. July, August, September, October, November, December. And then you start over. So there you go. <sighs> I, now you look ridiculous when someone <laughs> asks you. Yeah. I just pictured me at the bank uh-huh. and like filling out paperwork or something like, and what day of the... And then I pull out my knuckles. I'm like, January, <laughs> February, March. I think we've created a new blind spot. <laughs> just discovered a way around a, a life skill blind spot where I can't tell which um, which months have 31 days. So I use I use my knuckles to count to count across my knuckles. You look weird, but it works. Yeah, instead of counting your knuckles, which might take a while, there's just there's a little poem. Thirty days has September, April, June, and November. So if you're going to remember that, all the rest have 31 except February, which has 28. But see, I would still have to map them out and then subtract, (laughs) and it would lead to math, and I'd have to memorize a poem. My knuckles are built in. I think that's easier. (laughs) She was introduced to substances at the age of six. I'm going to say that again. Jenny was introduced to substances at the age of six. She was addicted by 14. A brilliant student, though, she dropped out of school to get high. And it went downhill from there, as you might imagine. This was years ago. By 2012, she was homeless. Her three children were taken from her. She was serving prison sentences, plural, because of everything she was dealing with and doing. And just last year, she graduated college. Girl! She has a degree in political science. She looks obviously like a different person. She also looks like she got about 20 years younger. Yeah. The death in her face in the first mugshot and the life in this second is, it's just incredible. I look at people like this. I mean, number one, Hollywood film, like create her life into a movie. I want that ticket. Yes. It gives the rest of us the inspiration to do maybe the not such big things she's had to fight through. But for us to know that truly anything is possible. You're not alone. No matter the circumstance or situation, no matter how stressful, uh, I realize I'm not the only one whose pet has bolted out of the door away from you as soon as they get the opportunity. It Mm -hmm. can be terrifying. It can also be funny sometimes. All right, Diana. I open the door to get a package off the doorstep and my little six-pound dog saw a cat and took off after the cat. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I don't run. I'm too old and too crippled to run. So I go hiking up Aww. and calling her. And the only way I could get her to come back was promise her a cookie or a treat. That's yep. key words for her. <laughs> yep, that's right. She came as far as the door, and until I showed her the treat, she would not come in. <laughs> so when she came in, she got her treat. 
What's bribery amongst friends, right? Exactly. <laughs> when you feel like there's a secret conspiracy against you in your own home. Oh, no. I don't like this. Okay, so working from home today, doing the show, and all of a sudden I hear my son yell, I stepped in something. Ew. Awesome. Nah. So I go out, look, and there's cat vomit everywhere. <gasps> okay, no. here's the thing. Here's the thing. We have hardwood floors throughout the entire house. Very little areas do we have rugs. Oh, Josh, no. where do you think the cat <laughs> puked everywhere? In the soft, plushy <laughs> rug, of course. Absolutely. (laughs) So I'm trying to figure out in this whole conspiracy theory, is it it genuinely he Charlie just doesn't feel good and he just barfed where he was and Mm. it is what it is. Or is it like how they want to remind us, I'm still here. I need attention. This, This is a cat. So, you know, nothing is done without purpose and meaning that (laughs) was on purpose. Think of this scenario. You're in one of those escape rooms. Maybe you love that. Maybe you don't. You're already anxious. I'm sorry. Breathe. It's fine. It's just a story. But you're in there with hundreds of other people, most of which you don't know, and you all have to figure out what you're supposed to do in order to escape the escape room. If it sounds intimidating, at least to me, it really is, because who's in charge? How do you communicate all the ideas with all these different people? How do you get anything done? My name is Josh, and United Faith Mortgage is the exact opposite of that room full of hundreds of strangers. They are a small family team, which allows them to give personal one-on-one service. My family has experienced it a couple of times when we bought our home a few years ago, and then when we refinanced last year. They're great at connecting with you, and this is the best, they're great at mortgages. United Faith Mortgage has partnered with The River for years because they believe their core is the same as ours faith and family. See what it's like for yourself. Go to unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Mortgage Corp, Melbourne, New York. Animals number 1330. The Mary and Josh Daily Podcast is presented by United Faith Mortgage, produced by Josh Hooper. For more, go to riverradio.com or on Facebook, search 1049 The River or search Mornings with Mary and Josh.